All right. Welcome to the Virginia Association of School Librarians Member Spotlight Podcast. My name is Heather Murphy. I am the membership chair for Vassal, and this podcast is designed to shine the spotlight on the amazing work that's being done by all the librarians around the Commonwealth and the many, many ways that we support learners and the communities in our schools. So today, to kick off our very first episode, I am so excited to welcome Kelly Pasek from the Roanoke region. She is the librarian at Blacksburg Middle School, and she is also our Roanoke Regional Director. So Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Heather. I'm excited to talk to you. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited to hear all about the amazing things that are going on in Montgomery County. I am almost certain that you would agree with me that um, although librarians are always known for leading the way in terms of creativity and innovation, never more so than right now, because we find ourselves right now under quarantine, school closures, and a, an entirely new normal due to the COVID-19 crisis in 2020. Absolutely, I agree with you. Um, and school as school librarians um, we are so used to making our connections with our students in person and that face-to-face -face contact and those conversations on a daily basis are so important to us we are really having to think outside the box right now in order to find ways to stay connected to our students and also to make sure that our students have access to our resources what has been the most successful outreach for you and your students during this COVID-19 school closure Montgomery County Public Schools has an amazing program in place to continue to provide our students with access to library books during our time of remote learning. So in addition to all of the e-resources and the e-books that we have available on a daily basis, we came up with a plan to provide physical library books to our students during our time of remote learning. And what we are doing is uh, my school system is delivering books to students via the school buses. Wow. So our school buses are running um, on a regular basis every single weekday to continue to deliver breakfast and lunch to every single student in our county. And so the librarians are using those school buses to also deliver library books to the students. Oh my goodness. Um, that is so remarkable. I can only, I'm a little bit jealous actually of those <laughs> school bus drivers because they're the ones who get to see the kids. So that sounds in, like an incredible idea. How in the world did you guys think of this? The book delivery system that we are using is the brainchild of Emily Altizer. She is the administrator of literacy programs for Montgomery County Public Schools. And she realized immediately once the governor announced that the schools would be closed, that we needed a way to continue to provide our students with those resources and especially allow them to have opportunities for free choice reading especially because our public library systems have also closed. Um, so really, our students are looking to us, their school librarians, um, to provide resources and to provide their free choice reading options. Not only is the, you know, the brainchild and the design of your book delivery system incredibly impressive, but the execution of it had to have been a lot of teamwork. Who else was involved with you? It takes all of us, there are 19 school librarians in Montgomery County, and it takes all of us to put this program um, into place. But initially, um, Emily um, put together a committee of four librarians. So um, I'm on the committee, 
Margaret Crystal from Blacksburg High School, Debbie Hobner from Prices Fork Elementary, and Susan Light from Christiansburg High School. Um, the five of us together um, designed this program, and then all 19 of us on a daily basis put it into practice. It sounds like there's a lot of uh, moving parts. So how quickly did this program um, take from inception to execution? So we are working off of uh, two of our profession's common beliefs. And we think that they're really at the forefront during this period of remote learning. And those common beliefs are that reading is the core of personal and academic competency. And also that information technologies must be appropriately integrated and equitably available. So when we were designing our program, those were the two beliefs that we were working off of. So each idea that we had, we then weighed against our common beliefs to make sure that they, that they fit those beliefs uh, for our profession. Um, the, the program, we, I am amazed to look back. It's only been three and a half weeks since we started thinking about the program, and I'm amazed at all that we have accomplished. And also, all that we have adjusted about the program to make it run as smoothly as it's running. So um, the initial email inviting the four librarians to join the team went out on a Friday afternoon. By Sunday, we had all of our brainstorming finished. We were able to still meet in person on Monday to kind of work out those details. We had five librarians in an entire conference room, one librarian per table, to make sure that we were keeping our social distancing also. Um, and then starting that Wednesday, so five days after the idea was first presented to the librarians, we started taking book requests. Wow. And then within a week, we were putting books onto the buses for students. So from the idea to the first books in the hands of students took us 11 days. I think that we accomplished so much in just a short period of time. That is remarkable. The way the program works is we have an online Google form that students can access. We also, in order to keep our program equitable, because we do have some students without internet access at home, we allow students to submit a paper request to their bus driver, or also to call their school and to put in a request that way. And then each librarian um, accesses the form um, or gets the requests for their students. And then each librarian is responsible for pulling the books, checking them out, packaging up the books, and then delivering them to one of the schools where the buses stage from. So for example, at Blacksburg Middle School, I have a list of the buses that deliver to the students in the Blacksburg area. And so I drop off my packaged books um, to the, we call them the clean bus bins. So the, the, bus, the bins that have been sanitized and are riding along on the buses. And then the students are notified to uh, meet the bus on either Tuesday or Friday. Those are our two delivery days. Um, and in addition to their breakfast and lunch, they also get their library books. So um, the librarians in Montgomery County, as I'm sure they are everywhere, are following the guidelines set forth by the CDC in terms of um, practicing proper social distancing and also wearing um, the proper protective equipment when we package the books. So we have gloves and masks that we wear when we pull the books and check out and package the books. 
so that um, we have never uh, touched anything without gloves before we deliver it to the students. And then our bus drivers and the bus aides are following those same measures also to make sure that the students are getting um, non-contaminated books when they receive their library books. Getting this program off the ground to the point where students had books in their hand in just 11 days, how many students were able to take advantage of it so quickly? In our first week of deliveries, we filled over 500 book requests. Oh my. And then, it's amazing. And then in our second week, we had an additional 300 requests that we fulfilled. Um, I think that the under, it's definitely a larger undertaking than we had anticipated at the very beginning. Um, it takes more work to get the books ready and packaged for the students. Um, I think that we, then we had anticipated that first week, um, Blacksburg Middle School had 20% of all of the requests. So 20% of all of the book requests came from my school. My students are tremendous readers. Um, mm. And also, um, my teachers are tremendous library supporters. And so they have done a great job of promoting the program and encouraging students to fill out that request form and get those books that they want. Um, I had to call in extra help. So I had to call my daughter from home to come in to help. And my assistant principal was gracious enough to run around and make copies and help to package the books. So it took three of us that first time to get those over 50 books ready for the students and out onto the buses. How are you handling book returns? So for book returns, what we are telling the students right now is we are most concerned with getting books out to the students. Okay. So book returns are low on our list. It seems odd to say that as a librarian, um, but it is low on our list in terms of getting the books back. We will not run out of books in terms of what we have available to our students. Um, students are welcome to return books if they have them. There is a, uh, we've got clean bins that the books go out on. Each bus also has what we're calling a dirty bin, which takes anything that the students return to the school in those bins. Those bins that come off of the buses are then quarantined for five days, and then the materials inside those bins are sanitized so that they can then go back out. Um, once our, we are currently on spring break, so once our spring break ends, we will be ready to take those first um, book returns back in um, from, the, from the bins that have been quarantined. How did the kids find out that this program was going on? So you mentioned teachers. Was there any other way that this information was communicated to students and families? So we are fortunate in our county that our superintendent is a huge supporter of our school libraries. And so... Um, he promotes our book reading program and our book delivery system. Our um, public information officer has been regularly sending out emails to all the families. And so when we were ready to implement our program, she included information about the book delivery system in her daily phone calls and emails to parents and families in the school systems. Um, I also use Google Classroom to reach my students. And um, my principal also in her weekly updates to families um, includes information about the book delivery system and the link also. You mentioned that the books are being delivered every Tuesday and Friday, is that right? That's correct, Tuesdays and Fridays are our delivery days. So what we ask the students to do is to have their book requests in by nine o'clock the day before the books go out. So Monday at nine, 
I gather up all of the books that have been requested by my students and each of the other 18 librarians is doing the same thing. And then we, and then all of those books by Monday afternoon are in the bins to go out on the buses Tuesday during lunchtime. And then we continue to collect. You can submit, the students can submit requests anytime they want. And then again, on Thursday morning, after nine o'clock, we pull all of the new requests that have come in and get those ready to go out on the Friday buses. Has there been a special moment that a bus driver has told you about possibly when they are delivering books? So the librarians are, are the behind the scenes people. So we are getting the books ready for our students and putting them into the bins for the buses. And then the bus drivers and the instructional assistants that are on the buses that are passing out the meals are also the ones that are passing out the books. Um, we still hear from our students though. I've gotten um, selfies of students with their library books that they got off the bus. I've gotten pictures that parents have sent of their students gathering, um, gathering their books from the bus. And um, I get emails from students. The, um, the best thing was, um, I think that one of the, um, the best things right away for me in terms of positive feedback was that a student got her books off of the bus, immediately came into her house and sent me an email to say how excited she was um, that she had new books to read. And so I've regularly been hearing from students about how much they appreciate the system and how fun they think it is to actually get their own books off of the bus. Has there been anything else that's kept you busy during our quarantine time? Oh gosh, lots of lots and lots of baking. I think oh. <laughs> helps keep my helps me keep my sanity. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Your house must smell amazing. <laughs> I have my huge stack of books on my table as always because um, I have to. You, as you know, we have to keep up with what our students are reading, and so my reading um, consists mostly of middle school books. Um, but we've got some excellent authors. The most, um, the, the book that I just finished the other day was Carolyn Mackler's Not If I Can Help It. And then I've got Sharon Draper's Blended and the Young Reader's Adaptation of Trevor Noah's Born a Crime up next on my, on my oh, book table. I have to speak to Born a Crime, one of the best books. And I actually listened to the audiobook where Trevor Noah uh, reads it himself. One, it was a total game changer, total game changer for me. It was very enlightening and uh, one that I shared with anybody who would listen to me. So I look forward to chatting with you about that when you're done. Um, it's giving book recommendations, right? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't you, would you agree that every time you read a book, you're listening and are reading it through the lens of, ooh, who can I sell this to? Yeah, absolutely. The, one of the best parts about our book delivery system um, is the amount of time that I have gotten to do uh, dedicated readers advisory. So oftentimes I think, um, and I think of myself in, in school, I'm often doing readers advisory on the fly. So a student is waiting in line, they ask you for a recommendation, there are five students behind them that also need your assistance with something else. And so some often we don't get that time to just simply think and really find the, the best book. I mean, we, we are always matching good books to students. Um, but I think sometimes we would appreciate having a little bit more dedicated time to do that reader's advisory. And so this book delivery system for remote learning has given me the opportunity to have dedicated time just for reader's advisory. Because while we get students that have specific book requests, um, if the book is already checked out, as some of our popular books are, um, we are finding another book that we think the students would like just as much. And then a lot of my requests say, um, just send me your favorite book 
or pick something that you think that I would like. And it's really fun to then to then think about what that student would like and have the time to go through the shelves and find something unique that you may not have come up with on the fly, um, but that really does match that student's interests. And so that has been something that I've really enjoyed having the time to do um, and then being able to make a stronger connection with the student that way. Let's just go ahead and, and jump into the future and know that one day this too shall pass and life will return. Are there things about your library program possibly that you may alter based on our experiences now? the dedicated readers advisory time. That's something that I really think that that um, yeah. I could benefit from and my students could is figuring out a way to just make time to actually match those books with those students. Or perhaps when new books come in, um, instead of just advertising all of the new books, somehow being able to um, categorize them or at least display them so that students can um, can easily find something that they think that they would like. Are there ways that you're maintaining contact with um, your librarians outside of your book delivery system in Montgomery County or uh, that you're maintaining contact with librarians around the Commonwealth? So we are lucky in Montgomery County that we have a small school system and that we have only 19 librarians in our school system. And so we stay in regular contact with one another um, through, usually through email. And certainly a lot of it now has come through this book delivery system. Um, but there are lots of ways that we need to stay connected. There's lots of troubleshooting that we had to do as the system um, came into place. And even now, as we're still really in the early stages of that. Um, and then certainly the, um, the Vassal site and the AASL sites and the emails that have been sent through those organizations are very important um, for librarians staying connected, not just, this, not just during this time, um, but maybe especially during this time because we are often um, the only library employees at our school. And so we are isolated somewhat in our jobs on a regular daily basis, but now um, we, are even missing, we are even missing our students now. So it's, more, it's most important or more important than ever that we use our professional organizations as a way to stay in touch with one another. Congratulations. This is, I just can't imagine how, how it warms your heart and how it just really uh, validates how important the library is in the community and solve this crucial issue for access. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I thank you for sharing the successful stories and the inspiration. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about Montgomery County's book delivery system. And please, I encourage our listeners, if they've got questions about the book delivery system, please feel free to get in contact with me. I'd love to see more school systems start up a similar program if that's possible for them. Absolutely. So I'll go ahead and throw out uh, Kelly's Twitter handle. So if you're interested in staying up to date with Montgomery County, the book delivery system and more, be sure to follow Kelly on Twitter using at kpasek, P-A-S-S-E-K. And uh, we are just thrilled uh, that you've had so much success and uh, we look forward to hearing more from Montgomery County. Thank you. And happy National School Library Month. And happy National School Library Month to you as well. Thanks so much.